Hi, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. We are so delighted that you have joined us. And maybe this day hasn't been such a good day, or maybe it's been the best day of your life. I don't know. But I do know this. I do know that we serve a faithful God who loves us and that no matter what you're going through, he has promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So let me encourage you with those words today as we bring you this broadcast that is the word of God and we do it without any kind of denominational or partisan spin. We just like to share the word of God pure with you. I was looking at a little article the other day. It was talking about a lot of the foods that we're eating now and how they're adding these bioengineered materials to all of our stuff. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And you can read it on the label. Bioengineered? Does that mean fake food is added to real food? Well, I trust as I share the word of God with you today that it won't be any adders or f additives or fillers, but that you will get just the pure word of God without any kind of a spin on it. So today we shared with you that um, we have some wonderful sponsors and people that help us to underwrite the broadcast and as we expand this broadcast into other markets, which we're working on right now, we have several uh, folks who are working on that on the technical end. And also we're looking to bring this to the YouTube world pretty soon. Um, we want to share with you that we do have one of our sponsors today is Custom Construction. Custom Construction, and that's a friend of mine, Will Shockey, and you can reach him at this number, 443-791-4420. Maybe need some remodeling done, maybe need a deck built or a house or a barn or a big commercial project. He can handle anything, and he handles it with excellence. Call Will at 443-791-4420 and let him know that you heard about him on Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. These are the friends. We're building together a community of people who love Jesus Christ, who are committed to the Word of God, committed to the community of Christ followers, and also committed to the great commission of sharing Jesus with those that don't know him. We have a song in just a minute that is all about Jesus, a beautiful song called Worthy is the Lamb. If you're considering being one of our sponsors or underwriting us as a private individual, just text me at 386 795-8494-386, 795-8494. Let's listen to this beautiful song as it prepares our hearts 
to receive the word of God as we learn from the book of the Revelation. Songs called Worthy is the Lamb by Darlene Jack.
What a beautiful song. Worthy is the Lamb. Well, now let's get into our study of the book of the Revelation. We'll be in chapter 1, verses 8 to 10. Chapter 1, Revelation of Jesus Christ. Remember, verse 1, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Greek word is apocalypse, which means the unveiling or the revealing. And in the first seven verses, there is so much powerful material about who Jesus is. And he wants to be your Savior. He wants to be your Lord. Open up your heart to that possibility today. And if you already are a Christian, let's just follow him until our last day or follow him till Jesus comes. Revelation chapter 1. And so this is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him. And then he released the responsibility to John to get this word out as John was exiled to the Isle of Patmos for teaching and preaching and living out the word of God. Faithful John. And so then in the third verse, there's a blessing if we'll just read and hear and keep these words in our heart. Before we begin in verse 8, though, let's jump to verse 19 because there's a Holy Spirit interpretive outline for the book of the Revelation. You say, what? Yes, it is. Revelation 119 is a key. Write the things which thou hast seen. Talking to John. That's chapter one, the risen, glorified Jesus. Write the things you have seen. Write the things which are. And he talks about the church era, verses two and three. The church era ending in a blending of a Philadelphia word church and also the Laodicean lukewarm church. And believe you me, we are there now. The apostasy is setting in, the falling away from the teachings of the word of God. But let's be like the church at Philadelphia and keep and guard his word. So he says, write the things which thou hast seen, the things which are. And chapter four, verse one begins with a verse referring to the rapture of the church. Write the things which shall be hereafter. Read verse one of chapter four. The rapture is taught about in John 14. It's also taught about in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. And it's also talked about in Revelation 3, 10, where he says that if we'll keep his word, he will keep us from the hour of temptation. Then down in verses four, five, and six, we hear about the triune God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Verse 7. As we get to verse 8, the Lord comes again and he says, "As remember who's speaking, Jesus. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. 
I am Alpha and Omega. What does he mean by that? That's the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, alphabet, excuse me. But I think it's carrying the idea that Jesus is just all sufficient. I love that worship song it says, he's all I need. He's all I need. Christ is all I need. So he's declaring that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. He is the eternal one. We have a Father who's eternal, a Son who's eternal, and a Holy Spirit who's eternal, and these three are one. It's the saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come. In the fourth verse, those attributes are given to the Father. He is, he was, he is to come, and Jesus is oneness and is to come. He is divine. He is deity. Remember when I believe it was Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. And he said, he that had seen me had seen the Father. He is, he was, and he is to come. So don't worry about your future and don't worry about the future. God has it all under control. And he calls himself the Almighty. And that word carries the idea he's King of Kings, Lord of Lords, greater than anyone or any being on this earth. As we get down to verse 9, John is going to come and tell us about himself a little bit. And he says, I, John, again, not John the Baptist, this is John who, he called himself, I love this in the Gospel of John, he said, I am the one who Jesus loved. Well, Jesus loves all his disciples, but John evidently really sensed and felt that, and I hope you do too. We love him because he first loved us, and yes, he does love you. And you say, well, you don't know all the terrible things I've done. Well, God does, and he still loves you, so thank him for that. I, John, and so he also calls himself in his epistles the elder. I, John, the one that leaned on Jesus' breath and now is on the Isle of Patmos, he says, who also am your brother? I like this, that he doesn't exalt himself as men of men. Make sure you're a part of John's ministry. No, he saw himself as a part of the Lord's ministry. But he said, I'm your brother, Adelphos, out of the same spiritual womb. Those of you that are believers listening to the Faith Life broadcast today, we are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. There was an old song like that. I loved it. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. One spiritual family. So he says, I'm your brother. Remember that. I don't care where the person goes to church or whether they, uh, if they call themselves the, a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ, they are your brother and they are your sister. 
He says, I'm also your companion. I share with you. I fellowship with you. I am partaker in tribulation. As believers, when one of us rejoices, all of us rejoice. When one of us suffers, all of us suffer. We have the same Holy Spirit, and Corinthians talks about us as the body of Christ in chapter 12. So when you hurt, I hurt. Why? Because we have one spirit, and one part of the body hurts. All the rest of it should hurt. It it reverberates through the entire body. So if you see somebody who's hurting and they go to another church or they're part of another ministry, do what you can to help them. Stop um, being so partisan. So he's a companion in tribulation. The word tribulation there means to be crushed, to be pressed like grapes. And we shared with you in our last broadcast, when we go through a crushing, We find out what's inside us. And sometimes the most beautiful perfume and the most beautiful wine and the most beautiful oil comes when you crush things. If you crush a rose, that's when you're really going to smell the fragrance. When you crush grapes, that's when you're going to see the beautiful juice come. When you crush olives, that's when that precious oil comes out as well. So if you're going through a time of crushing, others will see the beauty of Jesus in you, and they'll see the grace of God that sustains you. He says, I was in the isle called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. We're going to go into a little bit more detail about this, but he went there under the emperor Domitian. Now, there was one emperor, and I'm pretty sure it was Domitian, as I did some reading in the history, where that though he rejected Christ as the big shot of Rome, the emperor of Rome, his wife and daughter came to Christ. And so he was exiled there. Um, History tells us that they tried to boil um, John in oil. Some say it was trying to make a mockery of the anointing that he had on him and the oil being an image of the Holy Spirit. I don't know, but some say that. But somehow he miraculously escaped. And as he escaped, they exiled him to the Isle of Patmos in the middle of the Aegean Sea off of the coast of of Ephesus. There's an 8 by 10, a little craggy, mountainous um type, I'm mean, cliff type uh, arrangement of an island in the sea. And this is the place, years ago, there was that movie Papillon where a man escaped from that island. I remember that. But here, he's in the isle called Patmos. Why is he there? For the word of God. We as believers need to just keep on sharing the word of God and the God of this world, word in these difficult days. And he was there for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Rise up, believers. Stay true to the word of God and stand up for Jesus. We have some so much more to share out of the book of the Revelation, and we'll do that on our next 
broadcast, Lord willing. But right now, if you'd like to receive Christ, pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I realize that I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I repent of my sins, and I receive you as Lord and Savior today in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you're a believer going through a time of crushing, going through a time of being pressed like grapes, God, I pray for healing. I pray for restoration. I pray for the joy of the Lord to flow out of that believer today in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Earl for Faith Life with family and friends.